Hello, I'm Boz. And I'm Ben. And this week we'll be talking about deleting the cheating, big fat federers, beginners baking, and the passion of the crust. Welcome to Backseat Coaches. Hey Ben, I crashed my car into two VW Golfs the other day. I think I put a hole in one. Hey, hey, we're in. It's Christmas time. It's time. It's time for jokes, isn't it? Straight out of a cracker. Got that straight out of my little Christmas crackers. What I have. Christmas is not a great time for sports in the UK, is it really? Well, Christmas Day isn't anyway. We do have like Boxing Day games, don't we? Yeah, well, the it's great for Premier League games, I guess, because there's a packed schedule on Boxing Day. Just all I guess December. yeah, throughout the whole yeah, that's true. Actually, yeah, they do play a lot, but Christmas Day itself is not a sports day. Whereas in America, they play all the sports on Christmas Day, don't they? It's a bit harsh, isn't it? I think so. Yeah, come to work. Yeah, yeah. Basically, it is basically you're basically doing a retail job, and it's like, well, we're going to open the store half day. Oh, please, <laughs> please. Nobody's going to watch. No, nobody's going to come in. Except that they do. They do watch, don't they? Americans love sport on Christmas Day, and I like. I do envy them a little bit. Like they have Thanksgiving. They love American football on Thanksgiving, don't yeah. they? It's a big thing having a big sports game late on in the day. So once you've already had your dinner and everything, you can just crash out and watch all the sport that there is to watch. Watch nine hours of baseball. Well, yeah, one game of baseball. <laughs> <laughs> but I do I do envy them a little bit, yeah. their, their sporting I could, traditions. I could see it as a family tradition. Yeah, yeah. at least like probably in the old days it would be like the men, wouldn't it? All the yeah. men would gather together and then all the women would go off. And, I, uh, I like you know, to go to my drawing room to watch. Exactly, <laughs> smoke cigars and play billiards. <laughs> Let's have a look at some sports headlines, shall we, for our Christmas episode. They're not very Christmassy headlines. Boo. Boo, indeed. There is no Christmassy headlines. It's sport, isn't it? There is no sports <laughs> at Christmas. So instead, we're going to look at Russia getting banned from stuff. That's Christmassy, Hooray. isn't it? <laughs> oh, I'm happy about this. A little Russia, Christmas present for everybody. It is. It is like it, Wilder have finally given us something good. Russia have been banned for four years from all major international tournaments. So that includes the 2020 Olympics, the 2022 Football World Cup. Two, they're the two major things yep. that Russia would have been at. Not the 2020 Euros, though, because no, that's not a major it's event. not a major event. Fuck you, UEFA. <laughs> <laughs> that's Christmas for you. Yeah, it's a teeny tiny event. We are not a real event. We don't care about you. <laughs> There's the Swiss. The people in Switzerland said that UEFA are not a real thing. Um <laughs> Which is interesting. It's, they, so they've been banned for manipulating lab data that they sent yeah. in in January 19 after they'd just been reinstated, wasn't it? They've been reinstated in 18, yeah. sometime in 18. and they've So they got reinstated early, technically. Yes. So they got reinstated despite not handing in this data. Yeah. And they were specifically told, you have to hand in this data. Yeah. And it can't be manipulated. <laughs> <laughs> they literally told them, don't delete anything from it. And what they did was go, yeah, but a little bit of manipulation. But just a little bit. Come on. How about we just re- delete all the people who are taking drugs? It's, I mean, we're going to have to do that. Otherwise, you're going to be banners, aren't you? 
Which is it's obvious <laughs> to Russians. It's obviously obvious. It's so yeah. bad. Isn't it? It's so bad. Um, it, so there's been some sort of opinions coming out on both sides. Some opinions saying, "Oh, it's not harsh enough." I think a four-year ban is fairly harsh. Personally, I think it's a good. It's harsh. Of ban. But then, quite a few Russians can still compete. Yes, and I I don't know if you should ban individual. Like, it was the same last time, wasn't it? When yeah. They, can you really ban individual athletes? from premier things when if they're not guilty of doping yes but how have they been proved not guilty of doping well it's a good question (laughs) i don't i don't know how russia yeah they've been proved by russian ada who (laughs) have been extremely suspect so i guess that's true but you can't you can't punish all russian athletes i don't think for their governments or that it seemed like it was a government-run thing wasn't it that it was a government-run doping scheme yeah, I, it it is difficult, but it's clearly not stopping them being noy. No, it's not. So... It's not. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I guess yeah. Like if if we did ban all the Russian athletes, then they would maybe band together and knock down the the yeah. Russian ADA. Maybe because yeah. it's sport is a huge thing for Russia. Yeah, and so not to have their flag, not to have their anthem is pretty big mm-hmm. but to still know that russian athletes are there yeah and the independent athletes thing last time that was basically thought of as russia wasn't it yeah like <laughs> yeah. it was just russia without a flag so i guess yeah in that aspect they, they can't play at the world cup they, they can't send an independent team i don't think to the world cup can they uh yeah can they uh it's it's still to be decided by fifa but everybody thinks that they're oh, probably really? going to allow it yeah oh I, d- I assumed that there would just be no russian team so they're going to have an independent team at the football world cup yeah like, how is that going to work do like, you do you think their kit just has to be really bland yeah. that has to be like one of the make your own teams on throw you yeah I was going to say all white, but that's actually quite cool. It's like Real Madrid. Yeah. It would have to be like really awful pastel colours, like, like those Pro Evo kits that are so obviously not a real kit. Yeah. <laughs> it's perfect. Yeah, that's really good. You should send a letter. <laughs> Did you hear about Smoky Sydney? This is not particularly good news. This is yes. the bushfires um, in Australia they've got at the moment, um, which caused low visibility and difficulty breathing in a Sydney Sheffield Shield cricket match. Um, so all all the sport that's going on in Australia at the moment, but it's mostly cricket. That yeah. It's cricket season in Australia. Um, has been really badly affected by these bushfires that are pretty much out of control, aren't they? I, I'm not sure. Yeah. I don't know. I, I'm not a geologist. I don't know if they even have the right thing, but I don't know why the bushfires are so bad. But they are. Pre- they're real bad, aren't they? <laughs> yeah. Didn't it get like 50 degrees? Did yeah. I read that? It's going to be 50 degrees out there, which is unbelievable like oh, people's bikes are just going to start combusting. yeah stuff's just going to start melting on the street and the, that is genuinely my what happens um but yeah these bushfires have sort of put a load of smoke up into the air obviously and and the cricketers managed to play on despite despite the yeah. difficulty breathing um they, and seeing yeah and seeing like it was monitored very closely um but they never got to levels where they had to take anyone off it was never dangerous enough but uh steve o'keefe who is the sydney captain said that for a 40 a day smoker like me it's gone to like smoking 80 cigarettes a oh day. so he hasn't stopped <laughs> <laughs> i assume he's joking S- save yourself some money <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's true so, yeah. leave the foyer home you'll get the same benefit benefits no <laughs> Did you see 
about Andy Ruiz. So Andy Ruiz lost his big fight, didn't he, to to Anthony Joshua? He did. He in, waddled around the ring for twelve rounds. It was a, and then got told to go home. Yeah, it really wasn't a particularly good fight. <laughs> the best thing I thought of the fight was him at the end, like going, "Who's ready for the third fight? Who wants to see the third fight?" Nobody, Andy. Yeah. <laughs> no, no one would see the first one. Anthony Joshua was like, "Yeah, there'll be a third fight." All, all his staff, his trainers, everything must be going. Oh, for fuck's sake, Anthony! Do not, <coughs> don't be signing us up for that. Shut up. There's no way. There's no, absolutely it's not no happen. way. Like no one will watch it. No. I, I barely watched that one. So I actually did watch it, and you did as well. Yeah. We, I very rarely watch a boxing match, but I was. I can't I was, believe I paid so much for it as well. Did you? You actually paid to watch it. Yeah. I, I went to the pub and watched it. It was interesting watching it in the pub. I've never watched a fight in a pub before. Wait. But that's a lie. <laughs> I have watched many fights, but, <laughs> but I've watched one boxing match in a pub before, and I was smashed up my face. And me and my mate Kieran, who were there, thought we were absolute experts on boxing. By the end, like we, were, we were Don King. By the end, oh look at him! He should be backing off and not punching so hard and not punching so hard. <laughs> that's good advice. You know, <laughs> give him a little. Tap. No, <laughs> stop, him. stop hitting his eye. <laughs> Save your energy. But what I really wanted to talk about was I saw in the paper afterwards Andrew Reese's hat. Now you have a look at the logo on that hat. AR. Does, does it remind you of anything? Ooh, he's stolen the Roger Federer R. There, That's exactly what I thought. That's exactly what I thought. <laughs> he's got the R from Roger Federer and like the king bit on the top, like the crown. Yeah, I reckon that looks a bit like Budweiser, but I'm not sure about that. <laughs> but he's definitely nicked the R from Roger Federer, and it looks like he stitched it on himself as well. <laughs> it's not a very good logo. <laughs> so that was all I wanted to talk about. Really, <laughs> stop nicking people's stuff, Andy. <laughs> Final headline of the week. We keep the headlines short this week because we've got much Christmas stuff to be going on with. But did you see that Ben Stokes ended up winning Sports Personality? We talked about it last yes. week. Yes, and he was the bookie's favourite. He was probably right. I mean, obviously rightly so because he did win it. But and I, I can understand why yes. it went to Stokes. Yep. We said this last week. Um, he, he had a great year, so it's it's understandable for it to go to him. What I was quite surprised by was Lewis Hamilton getting second place for doing the same thing again and again doing the same thing he always bloody does it's like pinky <laughs> in the brain <laughs> do the same thing we do every night <laughs> go try and win the world championship it's so easy for him now and it's not even him like him on his own that wins it do you know what i mean like there's a huge team yeah behind him at mercedes there's all the engineers who've made like this year actually they weren't necessarily the best car they was quite close it was but four of his championships have been him being in the best car and does he still credit? Well, this is what we spoke about. That, is he still getting credit for the previous five championships? Exactly. In this year's sports personality, yes, I because he has won sports personality before mm. for those previous world championships. Yeah. They should be discounted. That's why they what I they, think. they shouldn't. It should just be this year, shouldn't yeah. it? And I don't even think it should go on. Like, is sports personality? It shouldn't go on achievements, should it? Really? It's it's supposed to be the person who represents good personality yeah but I never get looking (laughs) and I know why (laughs) I've done this podcast with you for ages Backseat Coaches presents WWE Brackets S another world's weirdest event hooray bracket sport hooray and is it a Christmassy one it's wintry hooray (laughs) that'll do Uh, shall we get some names yeah have you got 
Do you want me to go first? Do you want me to go first? I'll go first. Okay. I've got a Christmas theme. Oh, you thought it. So I hope you don't remember any of them from last year. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> I can't remember what I did. So I wrote one down and then I was like, oh, that's really good. Might have used it last <laughs> year. Definitely stole that one. So I've got three others. Good. Okay. Got a Christmas carol theme. Oh, good. I was going to go with that, but then I couldn't think of some. So <laughs> <laughs> First up, Nippy the Snowman. <laughs> what's that from from frosty yeah what is that that's not to do with wrestling though oh, he nips you doesn't he <laughs> oh, you nipped me you you devil <laughs> fine <laughs> and it's not really frosty here at the moment but it's quite nippy that is true so. it is very nippy actually yeah <laughs> accurate <laughs> nothing else Next up, you've got uh, Deck You All with Bowls of Holly. That is good. I was trying to work that one into something yeah. good. And that, that's quite a good way. You've done quite well there. Uh, and the last one, The First Noel Bow. The First Noel? Is that a song? Yeah. Is it? I've never heard that one. Oh. And the joke makes sense. And the joke makes sense. <laughs> what was the first one? Nippy the snowman. Yeah, I'll be him. <laughs> He'll be nippy. <laughs> I want to be nippy. I don't want to be nippy anymore. <laughs> the heat's been broken my house for days. <laughs> I don't want to be nippy anymore. Uh, you've also got a Christmas theme. Oh, who'd have thought? Yeah, I know. And they are kind like they're Christmas songs, but they're not all carols. So you can be Silent Fight, Holy Fight. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's quite a good one, actually. It's not bad, is it? Yeah. You, you can be Frosty the Elbow Man. Oh, that's better than nippy. Isn't very it? similar though. <laughs> you got down very similar lines because you got an elbow on the second one. Uh, yeah. Uh, or you can be. I saw mommy kicking Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> Strange connotations that. Yeah, I know. Stay away from that one. Stop kicking Santa Claus. <laughs> oh. Uh, what was the first one? Silent fight, holy fight. I like that one. Okay. It makes me sound like a cry kid. Yes, yeah. sign to find holy fight. <laughs> yeah. Wax on, wax on. <laughs> Go on then, silence. What have you got for me? This week, we're going to Japan Ooh. for a little bit of Yuki Gassen. I like it. And Yuki we all know Gassen. what that is, don't we? Clearly. We all speak Japanese. Do you want to explain? Yeah, go on. I'll do it. Uh, so Yuki Gassen... No, I don't know. <laughs> Translates as snow battle. Good. So snowball fights. Essentially yeah, professional so snowball fighting. Nice. <laughs> do they have a lot of snow in Japan? They do in oh. the north of Japan. Interesting. It's not that big though, is it, Japan? No. But the north is... I think I Tokyo guess, might see... Uh, I guess it's similar size to England, is it? I don't really it's know. It's quite how. long. Yeah. Fair. I think Tokyo might see snow. Yeah. But... Um, it's not something you associate with Japan, is it? Snow. I wouldn't have associated it. I wouldn't have said, where's snowy? Oh, Japan. Japan. Yeah. But I think they have skiing there. They have skiing. Okay. Um, so this takes place on the northernmost major island. Mm. So very far north. Yeah, and fair. presumably quite cold. Uh, it must be, if it's snowy. Um, became a sport 30 years ago. Good. When trying to promote tourism in Japan in the winter months. Ah, that's interesting. Because, yeah, again, I I wouldn't think to go there. In the winter. Yeah. I wouldn't think, oh, that's a nice wintry place to go. So they saw that um, people have a natural instinct to throw snowballs. Well, that's true. So they made a sport in 1989, held the first world championship. I'm surprised, to be honest. 
that it's the first world championships for it. Because, like you say, everyone loves stone phone snowballs don't they yeah and loads May- of places have snow all the time maybe they're the first people to put rules on it ah yeah true it's usually reckless abandon isn't it, it you is. just go out and throw as many it snows incredibly as you can reckless yeah this- <laughs> put stones inside and stuff <laughs> <laughs> real reckless uh, that's ice ball that's an ice ball <laughs> oh ice- he iced me <laughs> teacher well this is very organised abandon good that is Japanese way to go about it isn't it <laughs> Seven players aside, with one coach. You're allowed one coach. <laughs> I thought you said one coat. <laughs> <laughs> Woo, it's so cold. All my turn. My turn with the coat. <laughs> All the others in shorts and t-shirt. Yeah. With one coach. Okay. Yep. Uh, each set lasts three minutes, and the first to win two sets wins the match. Okay. Right, got you. 90 snowballs per set per team okay all lined up are they on like a they're in a plinth? little crate at the so the there's a court like a court right um with sort of barriers to hide behind okay and the crate of snowballs is behind the furthest most barrier on your side of the court the one furthest away from the other team yes yeah got you so, so you've got to go back and pick them up yeah. Yeah, okay. Players... How, like, how do they keep... Did you say 90? Yeah. How do they keep them from, like, melting together? Oh, it's very cold. Oh. I, I think they're... From the few pictures I've seen, I think they're in, like, um, milk bottle crates. So they're, like, oh, separated. Oh, so they are separated. Got you. Okay. Yeah, they would need to be, wouldn't they? Because otherwise they would, like... Form one massive. Yeah, one massive. <laughs> just roll out. <laughs> Get them... So, players are eliminated when hit by a snowball, mm-hmm. only with a direct hit. So, if it like explodes on the barrier right. and then hits you, it doesn't count. Okay. So, it's got to be full bore, hit yeah. you right in the face. Or anywhere, but mostly in the face. Yeah. Why, why <laughs> That's what you're aiming it? for, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> uh, team that eliminates more opponents or captures the opponent's flag wins. Nice. So, there's a capture of the flag element. Yes. And where is the flag? The flag is... Sort of in the middle of your opponent's side of the court, right. and then your flag is in the middle of your side yeah, of the court. Yeah, so you've got to go right into danger territory. Yeah. Okay. So of the three play of sorry of the seven players, only three are allowed to be in the opponent's side of the court at oh any time. Oh my god! All right. You have four forwards and three backs. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the forwards are not allowed past the back line of your own court so the forwards aren't allowed to go pick up snowballs oh they have to be fed yeah so the, the, the three backs supply the snowballs from the case behind the furthest most barrier right but you have to roll or pass them you can't throw them to your own teammate because that would oh, count like as a hit literally pass hand yeah. to hand oh so yeah if you threw it to them they'd be out yeah, even if they caught it. Oh, wow, that is interesting, actually. So yeah, you, you can just like you can waz it as hard as you can on rolling it. Yeah, but you cannot throw it in the air. Okay, and is it played on on snow? It's yeah. on snow. So yeah. would the snowball get bigger feasibly <laughs> if you rolled it? It's another tactic <laughs> <Yeah>. in itself. <laughs> yeah, massive snowball. <laughs> but is that good? Massive snowballs doesn't fly, fly quite slowly. So the the snowballs are made by a special snowball making machine. 
Right. 6.5 to 7 centimetres in diameter okay, is the perfect snowball. Got you. But yeah, surely if you roll them, they are going to pick up a bit. Yeah. You'd think. Hmm, interesting. Um, t- so th- um, originally the World Champion, so the World Championship is still held yearly in February in uh, Showa Shinza, mm-hmm. Shinzan, sorry. Showa Shinzan. Shinzan, yep. Um, on the, the North foot, Island. On the North northernmost island. island yeah. At the foot of a volcano. Dramatic. Wow. <laughs> well, that seems a weird place. <laughs> like, surely it's going to be really hot. <laughs> Only if it explodes. A, a volcano is not hot generally. No. But isn't that like, isn't it where all you the get, hot air comes out? You get a lot of snow on volcanoes. Do you? Yeah. Oh. If they're high enough. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> um, but uh, there are quite a few tournaments outside of Japan now. Including Canada, Finland, USA, and Australia. Oh, <laughs> of course. I thought we were going to say here. But we were going to go <laughs> Australia. Yep, that was the first country to hold a Yuki Gassen tournament outside of Japan. Interesting. They do get snow, though, don't they? In, they do. In yeah, bits you can of Australia. Ski, yeah. Again, Australia is so bloody massive that they've got all. Like, whatever you want, you can get it in Australia. Yeah. Uh, that is interesting that they're the first ones to pick it up, though. Yeah. And so now, winners of these um, regional events. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. They're like feeder tournaments, are they? Qualify for, yeah. automatically qualify for the World Championships. For the Worlds. Though there are wild card entries available if there aren't, well, if there aren't championships in your region. Okay. Yeah. So if we wanted to go, there's no championship. We just get a wild card. We'd try to get a wild card. We would just get a wild card. card, (laughs) We've talked about it now. (laughs) We have to be allowed to go. (laughs) So, um, at next year's World Championship, Mm -hmm. uh, 22nd to the 23rd of February, 32 32 teams in the open competition and 32 teams in the women's competition. Right. That's quite a lot, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. At some tournaments, they've had over 100 teams. Wow. It's actually a proper sport. Yeah. They're actually proper <laughs> taking it seriously. It's not just muck about. It sounds like a muck about, doesn't it? Um, they have helmets and like um, protective gear. Why? So in case it hits you in the face. There's a snow. Maybe if you make a perfect snowball, <laughs> it's just a rock. <laughs> <laughs> it's so well made. They won't ever break. That's That seems silly. But does I a guess... little bit. Because then you're more likely to be a bit a bit more cavalier yeah maybe it's maybe. more so that they can dive about and stuff yeah in case they bang their head on the barriers there's a lot of diving about yeah it yeah. does have it has like a bit of face guard a visor and yeah. stuff yeah okay yeah it sounds like it's probably more for that that's what i would think it doesn't yeah. seem like why would you be low protective gear it seems silly to be getting protective gear for it a does snowball. when um they define it or um describe it as humanity's oldest winter sport 30 years old <laughs> not that old <laughs> but i guess it probably is it probably is the because of snowball fighting yeah like i imagine probably, cavemen I threw snowballs say. at woolly mammoths to begin with <laughs> see what happens <laughs> Ooh, it's not working Ooh. <laughs> give me that spear instead <laughs> just had loads of spears lying around did, did snowballs instead <laughs> well it'd be chilly on your fingers wouldn't it? Yes. But not chilly in the no. snow no <laughs> You'd be a rubbish game, man. <laughs> oh, this is all too chilly. Oh, this, I'm going home. Okay. <laughs> going back to my cave. <laughs> I was warm in there. Going to Australia. All right, it's snowing here as Bloody well. Australia. 
I knew it. <laughs> so, why not? Or we could start. I, I don't. I, I was going to say, I don't see why we can't start our own regional championships here. Of course, we can't. No, bloody no. <laughs> <laughs> we have to go to Scotland. <laughs> we do the Scottish one, and then that way. Well, it's not even guaranteed there, is it? It's We'd not... have to go up like Ben Nevis or somewhere. There's always snow at the top of there. Yes. Yeah. And then we might get a world record for the highest Yuki Gassen game. Yeah. And then we'll be on our own segment. Boom. I think we... that's the dream. What like <laughs> what a day this has been. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see you at Ben Nevis then, July. <laughs> Backseat Coaches presents WWE. Brackets S. So, as it's Christmas, I've uh, written us a little quiz, and it's not us, it's you. You're going to have to answer it, because I wanted to get one that we could do together, but I had a great idea for it, and I couldn't find one anywhere no. on the internet. So, it is a 12 days of sporting Christmas. Ooh. On backseat coaches, Boswell gave to Ben a hard quiz that he could play. It's 12 days of Christmas, but sport theme for a change. Let's hear it this Christmas day. So it's based on the song, 12 days of Christmas. We're going to do them in reverse. So it's 12 and then 11 and 10, blah, blah, blah. Uh, let's get going, shall we? It's all sportsy questions. So 12, do you know what 12 is in 12 days of Christmas? No, not at all. No, it's real hard. Five gold rings. Yeah, <laughs> you'll, you'll be there when we get that far. <laughs> twelve. Twelve. Oh, twelve maids of milking? No. That is one, but it's seven. not twelve. I it know. is twelve drummers drumming. Of course. So yeah, That'd really piss you off on Christmas Day. It would, wouldn't it? Twelve of them. Yeah. Be bloody so noisy. Stop it. <laughs> Quit it, Dad. <laughs> dads i guess <laughs> yeah <laughs> 12 dads around my house um which of these sports burns more calories per hour than drumming in a rock band according to a 2008 study is it badminton tennis or rollerblading only one of them only one of those to, does more yeah burns more calories than drumming it in a rock band so this is if you are an actual professional yeah. rock band drummer this is what the study was on it was a study on clem burke from blondie oh, okay so not, not your most no i was gonna say that not the most energetic no band, are they? Like, but then there are more energetic sports than these three Yes. So. Yeah. Well, I came up with the question. This wasn't what the study was. <laughs> Is it better to play badminton or be in a rock band? <laughs> the study was how many calories do you burn in a rock band per hour? Um, so for the sports, it's per hour as yes, well. Yes, it's per hour. Per hour of sport at a professional level as well. Ooh. This is tough. Mm. Badminton. The points probably aren't as long, but they're quite frenetic yes yeah it's a lot of a lot of short jabbing motions yeah it? not like not much cardio but a lot of just because like, the chinese are good at it yeah. you can't say that <laughs> well <laughs> that's what i play anyway <laughs> i have to pretend to be chinese <laughs> <laughs> no but there's a lot of like stamping your feet and stuff there isn't there? Are, a lot yeah. of little foot movements that probably take up a lot more yeah. energy than you think tennis 
you cover more ground. Like I've played tennis and it's hard bloody work. It's not stopping though. Only if you're good at it. <laughs> well, if you're not good at it, you go go get your balls all the time. Exactly. You cover a lot more ground. You've got, you got to keep going get them in the back of the court because you've got no ball boys. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's actually true, actually, because when I've played, I've not played with ball boys. So collecting the balls does probably actually take a lot more effort than you think. You've got to like chase everything, haven't you? And what was the final one? The roll- last one is rollerblading. To what end rollerblading? Like, I assume this is like hockey or just a race. Or... I assume it's racing. Though this was just what the website had with rollerblading. I would assume because mm. it had like ice hockey, like as hockey comma ice, whereas this was just rollerblading. So I'm assuming it's rollerblade racing. Okay. Based on oh, why would you choose rollerblading though if it weren't that? Mm. Why would you why put that would in I? there? <laughs> But, <laughs> but they've not been specific enough, and for that, I'm ruling it out. Ooh. It's their own fault, <laughs> even if it's the right answer. It's your fault, stupid <laughs> people on this website. I can't remember what the website is. So I'm going to go, because you cover more ground, mm. tennis. You're going to go tennis, and you're wrong. <clears throat> It is not tennis. It is rollerblading, no. apparently. Like, like you say, I don't know what to what end the rollerblading is rollerblading, but apparently you do you burn 748 calories per hour rollerblading, and it is therefore one of the most calorific or intensive sports you can do. Mm. Seems mad to me. But I guess if you are rollerblading for an hour, like you're constantly having to rollerblade, aren't you? You can't yeah. you can't stop. Whereas in tennis and badminton, you do stop while you're in between points and stuff. I suppose. Do you think that's why I guess it's so. expensive? Maybe, but then, like, surely if if you're if you're using an hour of tennis, including the breaks, mm. then you should be inc- then unless rollerblading only exists in an hour long format. Yeah. Then they must be including the breaks of rollerblading. Or maybe as well. it is like marathon rollerblading. Well, they should have specified. They should have. <laughs> oh, I'm going to write a letter of complaint. <laughs> so I'm marking you down on that one, but a bit unfair, I think. No, not the best. Not the best worded. Question 11. Do you know what 11 is? Um, no. Wait. No. No, no one I knows don't. what 11 is. It's too high, isn't it? No one knows what... Te- they, you can't... Like, once it gets past about six, you can't remember those. <laughs> yeah. They're all the same. You know, you'll know it when you hear it. It's 11 pipers piping. Did you know that? I, I know of Piper's Piping. Well, I, I'm yep. not sure I would have remembered Piper's Piping was in the song. Drummer's Drumming, I would remember. But Piper's Piping, like, yeah, I like, pi- like when you say Piper's Piping, piping's what you do when you put icing on Yeah, cakes, that's what they it? do. Yeah, they're, yeah. Not, they're not playing the pipes. <laughs> they just happen to be. <laughs> they just happen to be Piper's. It's <laughs> <laughs> 11 Piper's making cakes badly because <laughs> it's not their job. <laughs> Question 11 then. Who won the 2019 World Bagpipe Championships? Oh, good question. Uh, what's the word? Hyphen, grade one, MSR division. So very specific. There is many, many divisions at the bagpipe. Grade one sounds like the worst. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I thought I was thinking this was the best. It's probably the worst, isn't it? <laughs> I in my head I was like grade one that's got to be the best isn't it I think we've been... surely heard of these <laughs> you'll know these ones the red hot chili pipers have you heard of them 
<laughs> it's not them. So is it A, Shots and Dykehead Caledonia? Is it B, Field Marshal Montgomery? Or is it C, 78th Fraser Highlanders hyphen Canada? Well, they sound rubbish. So yeah, yeah. they definitely be at As in one. you literally have heard them and they sound rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> they're playing them upside down. <laughs> <laughs> so the grade one championships i didn't realize there was like you could do your grading at a championship normally i assume <laughs> this is people who've like they've passed the grade one test and i've got grade one trumpet is that grade one's what, not that hard is it what, was i at a championship <laughs> maybe you should have been <laughs> did you try <laughs> i think i won it yeah. <laughs> i was the only one there this <laughs> is in your bedroom <laughs> championship <laughs> I can even play the fanfare <laughs> when I win. Exactly. <laughs> Got a bugle as well, didn't you? Um, ah, uh, this is. Are they all real, or have you yes, made some of them? They're all, all they're real, all real, and they all competed this year in the Grade One MSR division. I can give you that. MSR. Don't know what MSR means. No idea. Mid. Uh, oh, Mid Scotland region. One from Canada. Not that then. <laughs> 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 damn it I thought I got it but I actually did look at some facts about this there are 220 different bands that participate across the championships I guess and... anyone can compete in grade one though <laughs> yeah I guess <laughs> just pass your grade one <laughs> but over a quarter of them are from overseas but that does mean that 75% of them are from Scotland so <laughs> Yeah, it sounds about right. It sounds about right, doesn't it? Oh, can you imagine the warm-up area? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it'd be awful. <laughs> There's so many people with like earplugs, like six earplug sets on top of each Everybody other. Everybody just saying, we are the champions. <laughs> 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 like different intervals as well, so it still sounds rubbish. I'm going to go the second one. Yeah, yeah, Field Marshal Montgomery. He sounds good. He does, doesn't he? <laughs> and he is. <laughs> he was a champion. He's grade one good. Grade one MSR good, yeah. <laughs> I did notice, actually, because there was two grade one divisions even, and like <laughs> some of these names are on both. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> they've gone into both. I don't know. Different sizes of bag. Different sizes of <laughs> bag. <laughs> yeah, what about the bagpipes? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But you got it right. Well done. That's a good one. Question ten. Do you know what ten is? Uh, Lords are leaping. You got it. That's good. I was going to say you'll know this one, and you do. <laughs> Very good. So ten lords are leaping. Why is Lords the cricket ground called Lords? Real posh, in it. Real posh, mate. Point. <laughs> Tick. <laughs> Move on. <laughs> Is it A, it was named after its founder, Mr. Thomas Lord? Is it B, it was built next to a cemetery where only the nobility were buried? Or is it C, you originally had to be a peer to get a ticket to go and watch the cricket? Mm, That sounds vaguely familiar. Ooh. But also sounds too obvious. Mm. I like the cemetery one. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's not even built on the cemetery, just next to it. Next to it. <laughs> <laughs> Who's in that cemetery? You know, lords and uh, stuff. Some lords and that. Well, that's quite good, actually. <laughs> put it over the door. <laughs> lords, bracket, not the cemetery. <laughs> <laughs> Brackets, the cemetery next door. 
Sorry. Loads, <laughs> loads of people just all in black. This <laughs> 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 is pulling up outside all the time. Oh, you are next door, mate. <laughs> loads of cricketers just playing, playing with headstones. Uh, just playing amongst the <laughs> teams. So that that used to be the Nets. Yes, that's good. They usually are next door, aren't they? Um, so I do like that one. Yeah. You also, sounds now now we've made fun of it. Sounds too silly. Could be, could be too silly, couldn't it? it? Does sound like the sort of silly thing that I would make up, doesn't it? Does, mm. but did I? Or Tom Lord? Or is it named after Tommy Lord? Big Tommy Lord. Who who was Tom Lord? Do we know anything about it? Bloke who made the cricket ground, didn't it? I assume he's like an architect or something. Mm, suspicious. Mm. Nah, they wouldn't name it after the architect. Surely not. Well, maybe he's the builder then. I don't know. Cricket's too posh for that. But architects are posh. Yeah, but... You wouldn't name it after the builders, would you? <laughs> Big Dave's ground. <laughs> Sketchy day. But, like, the oval and the, the rose oval, bowl. The oval's called the oval because it's an oval, in it? It's just a shape. Yeah. But, but no, no... The rose bowl's really new. But no, none of them are named after the person who built them or designed them. No, that's true. Old Trafford, Trent Bridge. That's named after a bridge. Mm. Uh, Not even the person who designed the bridge (laughs) No, (laughs) just the bridge Unless Trent Bridge was his name (laughs) Trent Bridge After myself myself. (laughs) What do you call this? I call it Trent (laughs) Trent Bridge, just Trent (laughs) My name's Trent (laughs) What? (laughs) What? I'm going to go with I'm going to go with the last one You think you had to be a peer to get a ticket and you are wrong. <sighs> it was named after its founder, Tommy Lord. Tommy Lord. Old Mr. Thomas Lord. Founder. Yeah. Well, yeah. Founder is what it said. I don't, uh, know. I don't know whether that's... Maybe like the benefactor. The person with the money. Possible, yeah. Apparently, he built three different grounds that were all, all called Lords. Yeah. And this is the third one. The first two were shit. So <laughs> the second one, apparently, they played for uh, for a year and were like, this is total shit. I'm not playing here anymore. And then went to this one. <laughs> third time's a charm. Yeah. And apparently it was because first match was in 1814 at Lord's Cricket Ground, 200 years old. And it also has a real tennis court in the grounds. Mm. So we go and play real tennis after we talked about it all those years ago. Rather um, than fake tennis. Rather than fake tennis. <laughs> bloody lawn tennis. Boo. Question nine. Do you know what nine is? Uh, No. It's rubbish, this one. is nine ladies dancing. Like, there's no alliteration or anything. Just ladies dancing. Ladies. Maybe that was all that ladies could do when well, this film when it was written. Yeah, they're only allowed to dance at Christmas as well. Oh, yeah. It's a Christmas present for them. <laughs> <laughs> You may go out and dance once <laughs> and then get back in the laundry. That is one dance. <laughs> I'm just going to do something silly. I'm not going <laughs> to. Question nine. Nine ladies dancing. Gymnastics at the Olympics were women only. <laughs> you said that really strangely. Really what? Seriously. Strangely. Gymnastics. Gymnastics. <laughs> Good old gymnastics. Gymnastics is named after its founder, Jimothy Nastics. <laughs> no. Gymnastics at the Olympics were women only until 1928. Is that true or false? No, surely not. No? You're going straight yep. in, I'm going to explain yourself. <laughs> Surely not. Couldn't possibly be. Uh, like, 
boys could do everything first wrongly but mm. it, it was always like even gymnastics though yeah gymnastics so. are seen as like a women's sport though isn't it um i guess so but for for a time like you had strong men in like circuses and stuff mm, that's true doing balancing yeah like acrobats and stuff yeah i think it was probably seen as quite i reckon at one point it was seen as very manly to be a, a gymnast yeah mm. i reckon so yeah so i'm going false you've gone false and you are right well <laughs> done it is true uh women weren't allowed to do gymnastics until 1928 that was the wow. year that they introduced women into it. Women weren't allowed to do most things in the Olympics, to be honest, until that sort of time. Yeah. <laughs> the first woman to be in the Olympics was in 1900. Uh, she was the... F- well, uh, Helen de Portales, or de Portales, was the first female Olympic champion. She was the Olympic champion in sailing. Mm. Uh, women were allowed to do, like, sailing and archery and golf. Would you believe? Women <laughs> were allowed to do golf. and Like, tennis and golf were the first individual disciplines that women were allowed to compete in. And in yet now golf is one of the worst. Yeah, for golf is inclusion. one of the most backwards sexist sports. <laughs> Very interesting crazy, that yeah. golf was the golf was in the Olympics in the first place, I guess. It's yeah. quite interesting that that has happened again recently, yeah. hasn't it? But it was out for a long time. Um, so yes, you got that one right. Well done. Question eight. Do you know what eight is? No. Maids are milking. You already said oh, it. I thought I was seven. No. Was no. seven then. Ooh, Ooh, start better thinking. start thinking. Eight maids are milking. Gianmario Girardi broke the world record for cow milking in two minutes in Italy in 2014. How much did he milk? Is it A, 8.7 pints? Is it B, 8.7 litres? Or is it C, 8.7 gallons? Oh, surely not. The gallons? Yeah. How big is a gallon? This is a lot, isn't it? Is it? I don't know. I'm not very good on imperial no. units. But yeah, it probably is quite big. It it's seemed... more than a liter, isn't it? Because you yeah. say when you say meters, miles per gallon, you get less miles per gallon than you do. No, more miles per gallon than you do miles per liter. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So it must be more than a liter. Your cow would be empty. You <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> <he> trained me. <laughs> eight points. Eight liters or eight gallons. Eight gallons. Yeah, that does sound like a lot, doesn't it? So eight. But this is the world record. Eight pints mm. or eight litres. I can visualise eight pints because yeah. point, four pointers are about that big. So two four pointers next to each other. Yeah. Um, eight litres. Eight litres. What, they're like two litre bottles. No, they're one and a half litre bottles, aren't they? Yeah. So it'd be six of them. Four. Not quite six of them. Seven. No, five, sorry. So, yeah. Uh, five a bit. That's a lot. Yep. That's an awful lot. I'm going to go in two minutes. In two minutes. Remember, this is the world record for the most ever. Let's go litres. You think 8.7 litres? Yeah. And you are right. It is (laughs) 8.7 litres, which is a lot, isn't it? That's a lot to get out of a cow. That's How many points is that? Because four points is two litres, isn't it? No. No, it's not even, is it? One point something litres. So it's like... Hundreds of points. Who knows? <laughs> Many. <laughs> I can't do the maths. <laughs> Double it, probably. <laughs> but it's a lot of points of milk. Like, yep. Everyone's having stuff on their cereal after that. <laughs> <laughs> but the interesting thing that I found out was that the previous champion refused to compete at this at the one in 2014 because he suspected 
the cows of doping. Not the, I guess not the cows of doping, but the cows of being doped. But to... why is that a problem? Because he... they would produce more milk. Yeah, but if he knows which cows have been doped, just pick that cow. You take your cow with you. This oh. was this was Geraldo's or Gian Mario's cow. Oh. So he didn't really break the record, really, did he? It was the cow broke the record. Yeah. But yeah, you take your cow with you. I see. And so the the organisers were very like, oh no, we do extensive testing on the cows, but the previous champion was not impressed. For, well, for a fair test, you really should be milking the same cow. You think so, yeah. But then the same cow <laughs> would just be dead by the end. <laughs> I can't, can't give any more. So you do it one competitor per day like or per year per year let let the cow fill up again <laughs> that's how long it takes is it i don't know how do you think we get so much milk out all the time once per year thank you now go out and roam in the fields and just roll around do something i don't know get milkier there's been um those uh Mini milk, milk, mini milks, little <laughs> ice cream. They got cows in them. Whoa, you've broken the broken the code. Doping, doping. <laughs> They've been feeding up on mini milks. <laughs> Cheetahs. It's like the Da Vinci Code. <laughs> oh, uh, they've been fe- feeding that on full size milk. <laughs> Cheetahs. They're only supposed to be mini. <laughs> Question seven. Do you know what seven is? You've worked out yet? You remembered? Prancers prancing. It is not prancers prancing. It is seven is swans that, are swimming. Is that even a thing? No. Prancers out of the reindeers, isn't it? Yeah. Seven swans are swimming. Swansea, the football team, are nicknamed the swans. But what are they also known as? Shit. Point. <laughs> Tick. Uh, move on. <laughs> no, it is. Is it A, the Daves, B, the Jacks, or C, the Andes. Because it's really hilly in Swansea. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's an uphill battle. <laughs> Talking to an uphill battle, isn't it? <laughs> um, do you know why any of these names exist? The Daves. I know what the real one is. Uh, I don't know about the others. I'm afraid, well, I mean, I could make it up if I wanted to. But... <laughs> the Daves, because they're all called Dave. Yep, that'd be it. they're Welsh. Yep. Davith. That yeah. sounds about right. Dave's not a really Welsh name though, is it? Davith is, but Dave. They're all called David. Dave. Oh yeah, that's true. But yeah, David is like the Welsh version. Yeah. But yeah, still, yeah, that is true. Actually, Saint David. Yeah, Saint David. Maybe that's what it is after. The Dave named after the the Saint David. And the stadium was built by um, Big <laughs> Thomas Dave. Dave. <laughs> Big Dave, the builder. <laughs> oh, we built it, and uh, we better name ourselves after it, haven't we? <laughs> it's only right. Um. So the Daves, the Jacks, the Jacks, the Andes. I assume the Jacks is after you know that game where you have to bounce the ball and pick up the Jacks. Ah, mm. Just, in, I, I invented thought, in Swansea, wasn't they're it? All lads, Jack the lads, Jack the lads could they, be. They put on a good game of football and then steal all your chips. <laughs> <laughs> yep, <laughs> they do. They do do that. So <laughs> that that's a given. There yeah, I mean it's, it's accurate. So <laughs> um, I don't know. Uh, I like the Daves. You like the Daves? Yeah. And you're wrong. No one's oh. called the Daves. <laughs> it is the Jacks. They're called the Jacks. And there are two theories as to why this is. Um, the One theory is that it is because of the reputation of the local sailors who were called Jack Tars, apparently, from the 1800s. Okay. Um, the other theory is that it's after a black retriever dog called Swansea Jack. 
who rescued 27 people from drowning in the Tawi mm. in the 1930s. That's quite interesting, isn't it? I hope it is after the dog because, yeah. like, that is proper. That is a real good, <laughs> real good effort, rather than just some sailors. You'd, if you, it'd be better if you saved the football team. That would well. It's twenty-seven, so could, could probably, have been the squad. Been, yeah, the whole, the whole squad, squad. <laughs> just fell in, <laughs> just uh, falling. All reaching for the football, <laughs> yeah. keep the football yes, in the river. That's what it was. <laughs> I'm going in after it. Oh well, he's in trouble. I better go in after him. There's <laughs> a chain reaction. There's <laughs> a dog watching. <laughs> Idiots. <laughs> Idiots. <laughs> Question six. Do you know what six is? Ooh. It's right before the good one. The really good so... one. It's coming up next. You're going to get excited soon. Um, no. No. <laughs> it is six geese are laying. Of course it Wouldn't is. got that one again, though, really. Of course it is. So which of these teams has embarrass- embarrassingly never scored at a football World Cup, therefore registering a goose egg? Uh, goose egg, good. you see. <laughs> I was quite pleased with that one. A goosey goose. A goosey goose. Is it A, Canada? Is it B, Wales, or is it C, South Africa? Never scored. They have never scored at a Football World Cup. South Africa. In the men's, I will say. South Africa were like the first host nation to go out at the group stage, uh, to go out without winning mm. or without getting a point. But I think they scored. Did they, though? That was quite a famous thing, wasn't it? The, yeah. That, when was that? 2006? Is that the South African one? Canada barely make it to the World Cup. Mm. So they might have got there accidentally. <laughs> Just once. Yeah. <laughs> Whoops! They might have hosted. <laughs> yeah, no, they might. What are we doing here? <laughs> I'm going to play hockey. Um, That's why I didn't score. Yeah. I'm wearing skates. Wales, surely they've scored. Surely. Would they, though? Would they? They're not very good, are they? No, they're mm. not. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, they're not. <laughs> Fine. Mm, tough. Because, yeah, like, the, uh, the South African one sticks out, but I don't think it was for not scoring a goal. I think mm. it was for not getting a win mm. or not getting a point. Mm-hmm. I think they scored. Or did they? Or did they? Oh, did they? They, oh, probably, did they? they probably scored it a different one, though. Could have done. How many did they get to, though? I guess they are general, like They were quite good at football, weren't they, in the 90s? Yeah. That sort of time, 2000s. Roger Miller, was he then? Is that what I'm thinking of? Roger Miller isn't South Africa, No, he's not. They had a striker, though, didn't they, who played in England. What was his name? Muck something. McCarthy. No. Who knows? He, he definitely played in England. I think he played he for knows. Fulham. Yeah, um, he, he probably knows. <laughs> um, I'm going to go... Oh, this is too tough. Mm. Good question, though, isn't it? Yeah. I'm going to go... Oh, I'm torn between South Africa and Canada. Mm. Let's go Canada. And you are right, it is Canada, <laughs> which is brilliant because there's Canadian geese, isn't there? Yeah. Canadian <laughs> goose eggs. <laughs> they, you're right, they very rarely qualify for the World Cup, but they did accidentally qualify in 1986. <laughs> <laughs> they had three games in the groups and lost all three. They lost 1-0 to France, 2-0 to Hungary and 2-0 to the Soviet Union. Um, they had four players in their squad at that World Cup who did not have a club. 
<laughs> and their captain had retired from football the year before. <laughs> so they were not really prepared no. to play the World Cup. Well, find some footballers quickly. <laughs> like, I looked into a couple of their players and like their Wikipedia history is like, 1982 played a season with this professional team. Never again did they play. <laughs> it was very sparse. So they're, they're not big soccer fans, are they, in Canada? No. Um, and yeah, it makes sense that they would never score. Well done. So you are currently four from seven. Doing Not pretty bad. well. Doing pretty well. Um, so we're into the the good stuff now. Number five. Five gold rings. Oh, I didn't know that one. <laughs> <laughs> Which of these NBA stars has exactly five championship rings to their name? Is it A. Shaquille O'Neal? Is it B. Scotty Pippen? Or is it C. Kobe Bryant? Five. Yeah, exactly five. Kobe, famously named after my cat. Yes, that's right. (laughs) Sort of, like a a homonym of your cat. (laughs) You going with Kobe? No. Oh. Um, (laughs) He's fun to say it. Yeah. He is fun to say, isn't it? Yeah. I'm going Shaquille. You reckon Shaq? Yeah. You are wrong. (laughs) Shaq only got four gold rings. Scotty Pippen got six. And it was Kobe. You should have gone with your first instinct. Kobe Bryant won five championships. So you got that one wrong. Question four. Do you know what four is? Four. It's quite hard for You know, do-do-do's. Yeah, the do-do-do's. It is four. Calling birds it is. It's hard, isn't it? I thought I'd know them by now. I know I know one and two. You don't even know three. No. Oh, three's a good one. Question four, then, is four calling birds. Which game was the first game to be called by a female commentator on Match of the Day? Therefore, a calling bird. It's a bit... Get it. It's a bit obscure, that one. Yeah. <laughs> a bit of a stretch, but well. Is it A, Fulham versus Blackburn? Is it B, Charlton versus Sheffield Wednesday? Or is it C, Blackpool versus Ipswich? Mm. Now, they've given a, the real, like, cream of the cream, cream of the crop stuff yeah. to do, no matter which of these it is. Uh, what do we have? Blackburn versus... Fulham. Fulham. Charlton, Sheffield Wednesday, or Blackpool versus Ipswich? I'll go, ooh, Blackpool v Ipswich. When would that have been? Both in the championship, probably. Blackpool. It was on match of the one. day. So it wouldn't, oh. have been, wouldn't have been a championship game. It could have been the FA Cup game, though, couldn't it? Could have been. Mm. Mm. They quite often have a lot of games on the FA Cup as well, so they might need extra commentators. It's, uh, but if it was Premier League, so mm-hmm. match of the day, mm-hmm. Fulham wouldn't have played Blackburn. That was many years ago. Like Blackburn haven't been in the Premier League for years. No, did they come back up at one point? They they went down, didn't they? A long like a long time ago, like yeah. early two thousands. Did they come back up for a year? I don't know. Gamps Pedersen. I feel like he played for Blackburn. Morton Gamps Pedersen. Don't know why that name just sticks in my head. <laughs> <laughs> and I think Blackburn were in the Premiership yeah. for a very short time again. I can't think who their manager would have been. No. Do you want me to tell you the year that this was in? Yeah, go on then. It was in two thousand and seven. The 21st of April, 2007. So it would have been late in the season as well. Yeah, I'm going Blackpool-Ipswich. I think it was Blackpool versus Ipswich. 
And you were wrong. It was Fulham versus Blackburn. <laughs> I'm not sure if it is in the Premier League. It was just on match of the day. Yeah. That's all I know. So whether it was an FA Cup game or... I'm, I, I think Blackburn did get up back up into the Premier League, but I do think of them as a shit team who like yeah. went down and never came back up. <laughs> like Leeds, who are going to come back up this year, aren't they? Potentially. They're looking good for it. And they, they are the classic of those, aren't they? <laughs> the yeah. team that were great, great, great shit. And then like real shit. <laughs> like, yeah. Descended. Uh, question three. So you are... Oh, you've got those last two wrong. Yeah. So you're five from nine? Nine. Yeah, five from nine. Yeah. Four from nine. Four from nine. <laughs> Giving you extra marks. Uh, so question three. Three is... Three French hens. Three French hens. You got there. <laughs> and do you know what this question is going to be about? French football. Sort of. French it, things. It is about what do Le Coq Sportif mostly sponsor players from currently? Which sport? Oh. Is it cycling, tennis... Or darts. Mm. Now I got this information from going on their website and clicking on "We sponsor these people" button and counting and counting how many they had. So okay. it may not be entirely accurate, but blame their website. These are the ones uh, that they okay. promote as their sponsees. <clears throat> they love their tennis. Mm. They love Roland Garros, anyway. French or Le Coq Sportif specifically? French. Uh. So, by extension, Le Coq Sportif. I mean, they are French, so. Um, but they also love their cycling. Mm. Tour de France. Mm. French people. What? Who's a French cyclist? I can't think of any. Uh, there are loads of them, but they don't win anything. But they're not very good. Yeah. Mm, awkward. So maybe they wouldn't want to sp- sponsor them. Or maybe they do sponsor them. They need all the help they can get. <laughs> the Cox Sportive is always sort of amongst... Uh, sports brand is ranked not far above Reebok. Yes, it is like <laughs> lower mid, isn't it? Yeah. Definitely. That's why I picked them. <laughs> I thought it was funny. Yeah. Because <laughs> if it was Adidas or something like that, you'd be like, I know this. It's obvious. Yeah. But the Cox Sportif, I can't think of anyone who's sponsored by no. the Cox Sportif. And when I looked at the list, I was like, I don't know, I knew one of the people. <laughs> I knew one of them. What is the final sport? The... Uh, it's cycling, tennis or darts. Darts. Mm. Surely not. Surely a sporting brand doesn't want to be associated with, <laughs> with dirty old darts. Fat men. <laughs> but they need performance gear, don't they? <laughs> For lifting the arms up and throwing well, real good, like, stretchy shoulder material. They also only want, on one side. They want something that will uh, be dry fit. Yes, like, they definitely do arm. want that. Yeah, yeah you're showing your armpits a lot. They want to be dry fit all over as well because yeah. they're big lads. <laughs> um, and for that reason, I'll go with all the darts out. Ooh. I'm going... Unlucky darts. Cycling. You think it's cycling? And you're wrong. It's no. tennis. <clears throat> you're right to rule darts uh. out. But it is tennis. Yeah, they have some load of rubbish tennis. Well, maybe not be rubbish, but I don't know him. And Richard Gasquet. He is their flagship person. Uh, okay. He was first on the list, who I did know. Um, yeah, I mean, their first love was cycling. And they do sponsor the yellow jersey. Well, oh. sponsor to create. They make the yellow jersey yeah. for the Tour de France, but they don't. Ne- well, I couldn't see many cyclists on their website <sighs> that they post. Maybe just because, in terms of numbers, there are just more tennis players. Could be. Yeah, I mean, there are a lot, aren't there? But no there's mistake. a lot. Of, there must be a lot of cyclists as well. Like the tour is big, and yeah. like, not all cyclists get to go on the tour, right? Anyway, uh, Le Coq Sportif also invented the tracksuit. 
Did you know that? Did they? They did, and they called it the Sunday uniform, which I love. I wish it was still what, called that. Like you'd wear to church. I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're very religious people, aren't they, the French? <laughs> so you got that one wrong, unfortunately. I'm not doing well. Two. You know what two is? Turtle doves. Two turtle doves. Two doves that look like tails. Which of these players has been booked for diving? Dove. Dove. Do you see? <laughs> Getting a bit hard now. For having doved. <laughs> having doves most. <laughs> for the most. at the, So this is from the start of 2015 to the start of this season or the end of last season. It is the player in the Premier League who has been booked the most for diving. Is it A, Wilfred Zaha? Is it B, Deli Alley, or is it C, Sadio Mane? Oh. You, ooh. Mm. Mm. Tough, isn't it, this? I, I don't know if it's because he's dove more, mm. or if just when he dives, it's higher profile. Mm. Deli Alley's name comes up. Yeah. Is it? A few times. They probably. I'd say all of them are kind of known for diving, aren't they? Yeah. They were all high on the list. I can tell you that. I'm going. Oh, Divey Alley. You reckon it's Debbie? And you're wrong. Oh, it's not. Come on. It is Wilfred Zaha. He was booked four times for diving wow. over three seasons. It's not that much, is it? Really, when you think uh, about no, it, not over three seasons. Like, no, that, and that's the most. He was the most in this study, um, which seems like probably the refs have maybe been too lenient because he must have dived more times than that. Surely, like just by process of elimination, you think people have dived more than four times yeah. over three seasons. Um, Debbie Alley got three. And Sadio Mane only two. Um, yeah, I was quite surprised by that statistic, to be honest. I thought it would be more. Yeah. So last one is partridge in a pear tree. We all know this. Yep. Which of these sportsmen do I think is most likely to be a lumberjack in his spare time? Is it A, Marouane Fellaini? Is it B, Yapstam? Or is it C, Mike Tyson? Yep, Stam. It's straight in. You know me too well, because that is exactly right. Of course it is. He's the only one there I would trust with an axe. <laughs> you wouldn't give it to Fellaini. He'd chop his own hair off. <laughs> Probably what happened to him. <laughs> Yeah, you are right. It is Yapstam. I thought that was a nice little question. To, that I, thought, I didn't think you'd get it that quickly, but I thought you might get it right. Uh, so you ended up with one, two, three, four, five out of 12. It's better than average. Hooray! And that's all you can hope for for Christmas, isn't right it? Right down my headstone. <laughs> that's Christmas for you. Better than average. <laughs> it's 12 days of Christmas, but for theme for a change. Let's hear it this Christmas day. So it is time for our annual tradition that we have that we've done once before uh, <laughs> it's gonna be a thing it's a chance for you to listen to all the jingles what i did write this year Hooray! and i wrote many this year <laughs> it's much much harder this year because last year i had about 10 <laughs> that i'd written that was all so yeah. easy. i just used all of them whereas this time i've actually had to narrow it down and it's like like smashing my own children in the face it's horrible <laughs> <laughs> you don't get to go on back <laughs> well um, but if you ask any parent You've got to smash him in the face. <laughs> it's good parenting. <laughs> so we're going to do a bit of jingle all the way. It's been a long year. 
It's almost Christmas Day. Boss has written jingle, so let's jingle all the way. Same as last year, I'm just going to do a little Top of the Pops rundown of all the ones and I'll stop every now and again and you can give your thoughts. Okay, uh, actually, once we get to the ones that are games, you're going to have to try and remember what the games nah. were as well. <laughs> and that's going to be real hard this year because some of them are like January this year. <laughs> <laughs> so good luck. <laughs> but we'll start with some little ones. So first up, a few little underused jingles that may only be short, but still took ages to make. So I'm going to bloody use them, for God's sake. <laughs> First up, a forgotten segment, but not a forgotten jingle. It's Previously Unsung Hero. It's a previously unsung hero of the week. Next, a harkening back to the summer when we became kids once again, it's the Sticker Club. It's the Backseat Coaches Sticker Club. Next up, two victory stings that I mistakenly thought we'd used loads and they've never used again. <laughs> Buzz wins. Benjamin wins. <laughs> and finally, a getting to know you jingle that I only completed on the last guest appearance of the year in classic backseat coaches tradition. Getting to know you. So those were all the little ones. Excellent. Unsung Hero was a good it's segment. A good, it, it's a good segment, and I quite like the jingle as well. Yeah. I like all the sparkliness of it. We uh, Maybe we should try and bring that back in the new year. Maybe not every week. No, it's it'll a have tough to be. One, isn't it? It's hard, hard. to find. It's, you can't find them every week. You just have to stumble across them. And I've actually stumbled across one Ooh. in my research for the Christmas in the shops. quiz. Yeah. <laughs> there was just a bloke out there, and I was like, you're a hero, aren't you? <laughs> so we might have one early. We did start. It started at the start of this year when we started doing them, um, and we quickly stopped <laughs> because it was such a lot of work to try and yeah. find them. But we will try and do them again, shall we? Um, Sticker Club, Sticker Club has got a lot of love. Does a lot of people said they they followed it or they've yeah. listened to those? I think because they're only ten minutes. They're very. Well, they weren't even that. Most of them were less than ten minutes. Yeah. Like a lot of them were two or three. <laughs> it was literally a stupid game, and I said stop, <laughs> and that worked. It worked really well. So maybe we'll have to think of something else like that as well to do as a mini series because I do think that like, it was fun, wasn't it? I enjoyed yeah. doing it because I don't. I don't know if we should do another sticker album. Although I wouldn't be averse to it, but coming up with more games would <laughs> be really hard. <laughs> Shall we go on with some more yeah. jingles? And now we're into the top 15 of the chart of the year. <laughs> because it's hard. It's hard to narrow them down. Shut up. At number 15, struggling to accept reality, it's Would You Believe It? Red Grey Road is hot out and Saturday's had enough. Jordan dunked the basketball, went to baseball to strut his stuff. Cat and I kicked a fan. The FA kicked him out for a bit, but did they come back stronger? Would you believe it? At number 14, you won't hear them often, it's in usual sports terms. Commentators use words when they're on screen. You might not know quite what they mean. So listen 
listen up, it's all confirmed in our new quiz, unusual sports terms. That could be used on Baywatch. <laughs> nice, I might send it. <laughs> and at number 13, Ben's favourite game and mine, it's Wayne Rooney, Rain Looney. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think of those? Do you remember any of the games? I remember Wayne Rooney is a Rain Looney because yeah. it's incredibly hard. It's real hard, isn't it? <laughs> but it is one of my favourite games to do because <laughs> when I come up with the good ones, it's so fun. <laughs> but when some of them are real hard, I'll give you yeah. that. Uh, unusual sports terms. That was just as it says on the tin. Like, unusual sports terms. You had to say what they were. Yes. Um, do you remember? Would you believe it? This is one of your games. So is that the one where uh, sports stars returned to sport and yes. they had to figure out whether they were better before or after their return? Yeah, is it was after it? after a comeback. Yeah, I think that's right. It was whether they were better or yeah or worse. <laughs> just, <laughs> just disconnected from the Bluetooth for some reason there. Um, yeah, whether they were better or worse yes. after their comeback. I think. It was a thinker. Um, I think I did quite well, didn't I? Yeah. I think, think so. so. That does sound like me. But... <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's move on. Coming in at number 12, full of Lewis Carroll style nonsense, it's coachful of quotes. Caviar or sausage, an equine hoax, all this tippy tappy bollocks, a coachful of quotes. At number 11, it's cheesy, it's stupid, it's got a nasty drop. It's minor league, major fun. 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 Got Danny Dyer to <laughs> guest on that one, did I you? I did my best Keith Flint <laughs> impression. <laughs> and at number 10, still not the most offensive thing at number 10, it's shut the fuck up. It's an old competition You know the Johnny you should surely brush up Pitch your wits against the quiz I created Unless you beat me you can shut the fuck up One of my favourite names <laughs> Shut the fuck up Yeah, We enjoyed covering that one didn't we It's, it's I think it's very clever <laughs> <laughs> It's not but 
I think it is as well. <laughs> I I did very much enjoy coming up with the jingle for it as well. Yeah. <laughs> this is very stupid. Yeah. Uh, do you remember? Do you remember what the shut the fuck up was? I'm pretty sure it was just a FA Cup quiz, wasn't it? Yeah. I I, it was I, trivia. It's quiz, as much it? of a game for me because I've got no idea. I can't remember <laughs> half of these. Um, Coach Villa quotes was a good game. Coach Villa quotes was one of yours as well. And we can use that one. Like, we need it, to it use that one back. again. Yeah. Do, have we done it twice already? I don't think we have done Coach no. Villa quotes again, have we? We should though because it is a great game. Yeah. I mean, you get new ones every season. Exactly. <laughs> like every week, there's something new, surely. Um, and the other one, minor league, major fun. Fairly recent that one, isn't it? Uh, is it guessing the names of? Minor league, minor league baseball, baseball teams. teams. Yeah, it was. It was, and it was a good quiz. Oh, it was one of my favourites. <laughs> I enjoyed making that one. At number nine, a new entry straight into the top ten. It's Veggie Sausage Fame. Linda McCartney and Mohammed Farah, how do you know their names? Maybe it's through their accomplishments so maybe it's just their veggie sausage fame at number eight is it cultural appropriation who knows but the brakes are definitely off Crazy legs, bumblebee, their moves they are alright with me They do their flares on a slip and slide, you'll say they don't and they take it outside Mr Wiggles, Harry head spin, Olympic gold, they're gonna win Say they won't and they will scoff, it's time to dance cause the brakes are off And at number 7, those dastardly fans are at it again, it's villainous chanting they support Aston, they all live at Villa Park They wear their claret and blue, but they don't go out after dark Cause it's not safe They only know one way to support their beleaguered team And that's through funny and rude, it's villainous chanting it's villainous chanting. I really like villainous chanting. The jingle? Yeah. yeah. It's a really good one. I'd, I have heard that one before. We That was the only one I've ever written before we played the game. Because <laughs> I, don't, I can't remember why, because it was... Do you remember the game? Um, Emma had recorded yes. Villa had chance. poorly recorded <laughs> yeah. Villa chance. I, like you can't really record football chants that well can no. you that, that was part of the fun none of them can speak exactly <laughs> they've all got chips in their mouth and pies and stuff <laughs> but yeah so because I hadn't had to work on the quiz that week I'd written the jingle ahead of time so you actually heard it live in the record so it, I enjoyed that one as well I have that as really... my alarm sometimes <laughs> shamefully <laughs> my own music as my alarm um, what are the other ones uh, there's uh, the breaks are off breaks are off do you remember that one Was it was a break dancing move or jazz musician was it that one <laughs> yes so I think <laughs> I think the quiz was just is it a break dancing move but I used a lot of jazz musicians yeah a lot of them sound like break dancers <laughs> it's great isn't it how you found that out for the first time don't I remember. Don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, don't remember. Uh, veggie sausage fame, very recent. recent. Yeah, very recent, like last week, I think. The um, sent in quiz. Yes, our first ever listener submission. Shout outs to Emily. That's who sent it in. Uh, number six, something of an upset. 
It's Shocking Losers. We watch your favourites play Often in the boozers But things don't always go to plan for Shocking Losers Shocking Losers At number five, take off those sweatpants because it's too quick for comfort. Fast bowlers aren't just for fearing, that's at least what I am hearing. They'll put squeaky toys inside your shirts. And they'll play base, no need to worry. But face their bowling and you must hurry, because balls they bowl are too quick for comfort. And at number four, the pride of the nation, it's what your national sport. People live in different nations But at the risk of being above our stations We'll ask a question of some import Or you, what's your national sport? They're good ones, short, yeah, but short but sweet. That's why they're at the top of the chart, isn't it? Yeah. It was so hard putting these in order, <laughs> but these these three are three that I do really like. The national sports game was, um, I just found the national sports. Yeah, of... it was it, it was it a you, it wasn't yeah. a fun trivia. No, it was. You'd, you'd brought it. Oh, uh, no. I, I can't remember if it was a fun trivia or if it was. I think it was a fun trivia. Yeah. Because, yeah, it was a fun trivia because we'd done one of them as a, WWE. Yes, that's right. Yeah, and, so we, and we, knew knew, we knew that one. But yeah. then I took that to find some more WWEs afterwards. Did you? That took that sort the of week premise. after. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Ah, yeah, nice. I, I'd forgot. I couldn't remember if it was a U quiz or a, a thing. It's not even that long ago. No, <laughs> they're so quick to forget. <laughs> uh, do you remember too quick for comfort? Um. Yes, I think so. It was essentially guessing. Or seeing what was faster than like, that was, just comparing things. That was my idea, but it was just a fast bowler quiz. It was right. I, I intended yes. to find uh, yeah, who was faster it, than a fast so bowler. It was just um, trivia about it, fast bowlers. Yeah, yes. about fast bowlers. <laughs> and it is one of my favourite jingles. I don't know why, but I really enjoyed that one. Uh, number six, Shocking Losers. Do you remember that one? No. That one was about shocks, I think. But I I can't remember I can't much remember either. Any of that? No, it's a it's an early one. It's one from early in the right, year. Yeah, and it's a great jingle. <laughs> I really like the jingle. Very too. mournful. Yeah, <laughs> but I also love the word boozers. Yeah, <laughs> to ride the word boozers with losers made me laugh so much. <laughs> I shouldn't really say that about my own stuff, but it does make me laugh. <laughs> Make someone laugh then. Exactly. <laughs> We're into the top three. Ooh. Leave me alone. <laughs> top three now. Plenty to pick from. At number three, though, is another new entry. Get out those specs and try to find him. It's where in the world is Big Zente Lizarazu. He was a left back and now he's on a different tack. The question I put to you is where in the world is Lizarazu? He was a left back and now he's on a different tack. The question I put to you is where in the world is Lizarazu? That's very good. <laughs> that one is very recent and I feel like that sort of is a culmination of all my practice at doing yeah. these bloody jingles because <laughs> it all just came together I don't know why I really I really did enjoy it I can't remember one. what that game was that was the it's very recent uh, is it it's what other sports that they've played close is what they did after they finished yes. playing sport yeah 
because Lizarazu was a Taekwondo or Judo champion. Is that what it was? Something. It was a something master. The one of the martial arts. Judo. Yes. Is it judo? Yeah. yeah. Um, and then there was all the other ones. Uh, you can go and listen to it. It's all like all of these. By the way, if you haven't heard any of these games, they're all on YouTube. So if you want to go and search them out, some of them are worth it. I think. <laughs> <laughs> and that one is. I think. I think that was a good quiz. Um, at number two, just missing out on the top spot. Unlike the jingle subject, it's Watford or Notford. Watford are a football team To watch them is quite fun They don't hate anybody Unless you're from Luton We've put some facts together Your Watford knowledge will grow Watford or Notford Listen and you'll know This was an excellent quiz about Watford. It was a very, very short <laughs> quiz. I think it was when Watford were in the FA Cup yeah. final. Yes. How the tides have turned, really. <laughs> like, they're so bad at the moment. The reason this quiz was so good was for, I think, the very first question about their chant. <laughs> <laughs> the bells of shit looting. Yes. <laughs> Oranges and lemons ring the bells of shit looting. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> it wasn't that though. It was benefits and poverty. Uh, yes. <laughs> Ring the bells of shit looting. And yes, it was one of my favourite things. When I found it, I was like, gold. This is gold. How have I come across this? How have I not heard this before? Oh, yes, it was. And I didn't even make that one up. The one I made up was less ridiculous. Yeah, so that was Watford or Notford. Another jingle that I did like, <laughs> unless you're from Luton. <laughs> and taking the number one spot, the coveted prize of Xmas number one. I should say Christmas number one. I've just written down Xmas, so I've said it. <laughs> the coveted... Then James says. <laughs> Take that, FIFA. It's board game buddies. International sports governance can sometimes be quite cruddy But to cheer us up there's always FIFA's best board game buddies Sounds like a TV advert Uh, I really enjoy doing that voice, the voice I do in those jingles, where it's kind of, oh, da, 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 da. it's like uh, George Formby, that yeah. sort of Blackpool entertainer voice. It makes me smile. Yeah. Do you remember the game? I don't. Board Game Buddies was, it was about the FIFA Best Awards that they had. Yes, I do remember. You cause... did really well. Uh, Van Dyke was like three answers, was three in, answers a in a row. It was unprecedented. <laughs> And yeah, you did really well in that one, I think, as I remember. Yeah. I, at least relatively well. Uh, probability and bound to yeah. eventually. <laughs> but do you remember roughly what the game was? Um, it was essentially based on the colours of the kits that they wear. Almost and, entirely, yeah. <laughs> and the colours of game pieces, yeah. pretty much. I intended for it not to be all colours, but there's not much else, is there? There's no. not really much other crossover, so... <laughs> It was mostly colour of shirt. You're right. And that's it. Excellent. Those are my jingles. There's many more, though, that I couldn't fit in. So 
just go and listen to all of them on listen, YouTube. Listen to the B-side. Yeah, the B-side album. I'm going to be releasing it for <laughs> Christmas and you can pick it up and Christmas stuff number stuff one. Yeah. <laughs> imagine, imagine if it was with 10 sales. <laughs> That'd be great. It's been a long year. It's almost Christmas Day. Bars has written jingle, so let's jingle all the way. It's time for World Record of the Week. Everyone's the best at at least one thing. It's a world record of the week. If I thought ahead, I could have downloaded the jingle and played it for you live, but I didn't, so... Didn't make the top <laughs> didn't 15. Make... No, I was going to put it in the shorties, but I was like, we'll have it, because it's in anyway. What a mistake. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> there's been some world records, as always. Uh, so we're going to do a couple of normal ones, and then there's a couple of Christmassy ones to finish, Ooh. as it's season on season's greetings or whatever. I don't know. I was trying to say something then, and I forgot. <laughs> um, Hammer Harrison, you heard of him? Yep. Big Hammer Harrison. He's the guy with the hammers, isn't he? He is. He's the guy yeah. who's all got all the hammers. <laughs> and he also plays for the Harlem Globe Trotters. And he broke a world record, not this week, but the week, week last week ago, you know. Um, last week. The yep. last week, that's it, yeah. <laughs> for the highest slam dunk ever. Ooh. Do you want to guess how high it was? A rim is normally... So it's not that. I wish it was. But it's not it's not how high the rim was, it's how high he got and still slam dunked the ball. Okay, but so the, how high is the rim? Ten foot. Ten That's foot. a normal rim. So I reckon he got eleven foot? He cheated and jumped out of a plane. So <laughs> <laughs> fifteen thousand foot? Pretty close. Yeah. <laughs> it was the thirteen thousand foot slam dunk. Wow. He was uh, doing like a tandem skydive. So he just bloke. held the ball. So he just had the ball in his hand. How accurate that skydive must have been. Yeah. Like, I've so watched the video. It's the skydiver broke the record, really. Pretty much, yeah. Like <laughs> He still gets the ball through the net, though. So. <laughs> but the skydiver has really done the heavy lifting there, yeah. I think. <laughs> Almost literally, because he's yeah. grabbing the fucking massive bloke. <laughs> but still very impressive. Yeah. 13,000 feet to be that accurate is very good. Uh, so good on your hammer. Um, there's a record broken this week for the fastest burrito ever eaten and I mention this only because it was broken by Leah Schut- Schutkova and she's from Redditch just down the road and she is a competitive eater and like bodybuilder weightlifter bodybuilder type okay. stuff um, so she doesn't look like a bodybuilder uh, doesn't look like a competitive eater is what I was going to say although there's a lot of misconceptions as to what competitive eaters look like yeah. anyway like that guy who did uh, Man vs Food he's not particularly big is he and he was a, like super competitive. Yeah. So I don't think generally competitive eaters are big people. He had a lot of like he had like a personal trainer following around yeah. where he was going. Yeah. Keep uh, him they in do shape. I think a lot of competitive eaters do because you you have to have quite a lot of cardio and stuff don't you to be able to breathe while you're inhaling a shitload of food. <laughs> so, um so I mentioned this partly because she's in Reddit and partly because I watched the video and was like that it's is disgusting. Disgusting, <laughs> but also incredible. Like, is a I think it was five pound. I think that's what? how much the burrito is. It's a like big old burrito, big and like chunky as well. Delicious. And like, yeah, it looks amazing. Like, when if it weren't for being like stuffed into someone's gob, it would be <laughs> delicious. But like, what the way she does it is like she holds it in two hands and just puts it puts it into her face. And like you can't see her swallowing, but she just keeps just seems to keep taking bites and just like bite, 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 and it just it's just going. 
Uh, it's weird. I don't know how she does it. I'm very interested to know. Um, but how long do you think it took her for Three, that record? Five pounds. I'm I'm not certain that it's five pound, but I think it said Three, five pounds. Fifteen pounds. <laughs> Three ten stone a burrito. <laughs> I don't know. Like... I think it's five pounds. It looked so it was like a regular sort of burrito size. Yeah. Like about that big, but fully packed. Like probably about eight or nine inches long. Maybe a foot. Um I'm gonna it's gonna be ridiculous. Uh, sixty two seconds. Is that think faster. Thirty two seconds. Thirty five point two six seconds. <laughs> it is unbelievable. And that's for the mouth to be empty as well. So she actually finishes eating it. Like the thing's gone into her mouth by about 20 seconds. And then the last bit is just her like clearing her mouth out, Chewing I guess, of getting rid of all the... whole burrito. She doesn't chew any of it. <laughs> it just goes down her somehow. <laughs> it's weird. It's weird to watch, but it's very impressive. <laughs> and maybe we should try and find her. Not find her. That sounds weird. <laughs> try and get her on, is what I meant. <laughs> just go out in Reddit with some binoculars and see what happens. <laughs> Shh. <laughs> Don't spook her. Well, it's not as if she's going to choke her. <laughs> Probably not. No, I don't think she's got any gag reflex. Oh, boy. David Rush. He's back. He's got a break one for Christmas, hasn't he? It's not a Christmassy record, but he has broken one. And quite an impressive one, by the sounds of it. Um, he broke the record for the longest two balloons have been held in the air, or like kept in the air, without using your hands. So, like, keepy-uppies. Now, I thought it was keepy-uppies, but it looks like it's just head. Just headers. Okay. So... Two. Uh, two balloons. He had to do alternate... The two balloons. And they had to be alternate hits, which is probably what made it the hardest, from what he so was saying. So you couldn't hit it and hit it again. Exactly. You can't... If you miss hit one, you can't oh, hit it up again. You have to wait. You've got to wait for that one to... Yeah, like, if it's falling faster and the other one's coming down, you've got to hit the other one up and then try and, like, lay out under the other one <laughs> to get it back up in the air. It sounds difficult. I haven't watched a video of this one, but it sounds super difficult. Um, and the old record was only one minute, nine seconds. Really? Yeah. That's wow. how hard it is, I think. I think it is quite hard. Okay. Well, either that or <laughs> no one had tried it. <laughs> Just one person tried it. Just leave it. That's the record. <laughs> um, do you want to guess how long David managed... I think he smashed it. I'm going to say six minutes. Ooh, he did smash it, but he didn't do six. He did three minutes, 40 seconds. Still, yeah, did not multi- as long as I thought. It's not, is it? Like, you'd think it would be easier, but you've only got to make one mistake. That's yeah. the thing. Like, a lot of his record attempts, like the cutting Kiwis one, he missed loads. He missed loads of Kiwis. Yeah. But because he was still, like, in rhythm, he could still break the record. If you mess up once with this one, attempt over. So I'm sure he could do it for longer because once you've done three minutes 40 you think you just keep on forever right? yeah <laughs> but one mistake and that's it so that was his record attempt and he's got the record so fair enough christmas records a town in michigan a town called adrian which was very confusing because <laughs> the article said adrian mayor dave somebody i was like <laughs> which one is the name <laughs> He's just got five names. <laughs> Adrian Mayer, Dave Tyler. Um, <laughs> no, it was a very confusing article. It didn't say the name of the town anywhere else. I had to look <laughs> up that Adrian was a town in Michigan. <laughs> but it is. And they broke the record for most trees lit up at once. Most Christmas trees Like on fire. Illuminated. Yes. Fair sure fire. Australia's they were in that. Australia. <laughs> <laughs> Awkward. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was for the most trees illuminated 
at the time. Oh, Blackpool will be fuming. They are fuming, you can tell. There are no um, trees in Blackpool, that's exactly. the problem. <laughs> They've eaten them all, haven't they? <laughs> They've got nothing else to do. Got their chips. Yeah. <laughs> all the seagulls at them all. Um, do you want to guess how many trees in one illumination? 8,000. Way too many. It was 676. Oh. <laughs> and the record has been slowly climbing. Apparently, they first broke the record at 64 in this same park. <laughs> yeah, not that well. A bit ago. And Are they getting been... more trees or more lights? Ooh, that's a good question. <laughs> Whether all the trees were still there. <laughs> I, I assume it's Christmas trees. I haven't seen it, but I assume it's they're all that's Christmas true, trees. Yeah. Um, but they didn't hold the record anyway. It was held by somebody else, and they've now broken it back. They were expecting to get about 600. And <laughs> this is the thing that I don't understand is that I read two articles about this. The first article said they were expecting to have about 605, something like that. And they, the next one said they broke the record with 676. Where did the rest of them come from? Where, well, they sprung up overnight. Got, they must have done, yeah. The Grinch came in and just dropped a load more trees in. Bamboo, aren't they? Go oh, real quick. Smart, that's smart. Yeah, bamboo trees. Gin. <laughs> But that's not World Record of the Week. World Record of the Week was broken in Portsmouth, Ohio. And it was for the most number of Christmas rappers simultaneously rapping. And not like Eminem in him. Eminem in him. Not rapping Eminem's. No, no. not rapping Eminem. He wouldn't stand for it. He wouldn't. (laughs) And he didn't. (laughs) Leave me alone. Get out of here, bitch. (laughs) Is that how he talks? <laughs> yes. Yep, that's about right. That was perfect. <laughs> that's my impression of the week. I haven't done one of them for ages. It's Bob's impression of the week. Just human here. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this was broken at Winterfest, which is an annual event in Portsmouth, Ohio. Do you want to guess how many Christmas wrappers they add? 562 a good guess but also a shit guess it was 1482 <laughs> so and again they expected 900 <laughs> and then just a low more i can see that it's happening a festival, better than though, trees. So yeah it makes sense this one because people more, just joining in yeah it was just more but people being like they would have had to bring their own wrapping paper so they would have only bought they were in which at, case why they were not allowed to bring their own wrapping paper they have to have specific wrapping paper and wrap things in a very specific ordained way that good uh-huh. like guinness say is all right because otherwise you Special. could just like you could just like chuck stuff in wrapping paper and like tape it up in a ball <laughs> and that's kind of wrapping isn't it that's what i do Tim foil. yeah just, just don't just even need to stick doing it. it doing it <laughs> that's true actually it's good um they also have broken two previous records at Winterfest. They broke records for the most people caroling and the most people potting plants. Not a particularly wintry thing to do, is it? They all died the next day. <laughs> it was a very, very dour, <laughs> very sad. Oh, it's just going to die. It's a funeral it? march, effectively. <laughs> So that one's not very nice, but wrapping the presents is nice, and I'm yes. hoping that I get one of those presents for Christmas. That's what I want. I assume we're top of the list. We should be. They're the world record of the week. <laughs> the better be. Everyone's the best at at least one thing. It's the world record of the week. I just got back from Austria, from Vienna. That was where we had a week off. And in Vienna, they have many Christmas markets, don't they? Oh, really? They do. And what did you find? And I got some little Christmas shit. So here's some for you. (laughs) Let's go to the Christmas market, shall we? (laughs) 
tat did you pick oh, up from Austria? All kinds of fucking tat. My family are going to be so happy with the shit I bought there. <laughs> There's all kinds of rubbish over there, but these aren't from there, unfortunately. These are from sports places. We've done. We've gone back to the market. We like this segment, and I want to do it more, but it's just really hard it's now. Really we've, we've gotten through yeah. a lot of the good ones, so yeah. it's really sort of dredging. But because it's Christmas, there's loads out there now. It's yeah. Christmas gift time, so go on. Where have you, uh, you? We've not been to specific stores. I certainly haven't. I've just been looking around the internet for sporty, gifty stuff. I've gone football. Oh, you've gone so all Premier football. League clubs. Oh, good. Okay, several clubs. Yep. Okay, you go first. Go on. What have you got me? First up, we have Foco. Don't know what that stands for. F O C O. Fire of course. Foco, oh. <laughs> Manchester City FC, Tropical Christmas Explosion shirt. <laughs> yes, this sounds great. <laughs> Lots of Premier League teams have a Christmas Explosion shirt. Do they? Not all of them describe them as tropical. Yeah, that was, that was the bit I was quite interested <laughs> by. Is it So is it tropical stuff or is it Christmas stuff? It's Christmas stuff. Ah, uh, boo. But Hawaiian shirt It's a tropical cut. shirt. Okay, <laughs> so is it only coming extra, extra, extra large? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> Well, oh. the the main reason I got... So the description includes uh, Manchester City FC colours and logos represent your team this Christmas season. Mm-hmm. Um, Standard. Silky smooth fabric. Luxurious lightweight shirt. Wouldn't Ooh. feel out of place on a tropical beach. Nice. Um, but the real reason I chose it was for this review. <laughs> One star. <laughs> oh, no. Man it's United a lovely fan. shirt. Why only the one star then? one star then, surely. I ordered a medium. It said medium on the shirt, but it was more like a large or extra large. Boo! (laughs) Far too big. Had to go back. And it would have been better if it was long sleeve. (laughs) 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 But it's not. You can't complain about that. You can't give it one star for being short sleeved when it says it's short sleeved. Yeah. It's clearly short sleeved. It is very clearly short sleeved. It's on the, the tropical picture. island. <laughs> you can't wear long sleeves on a tropical island. Especially not at Christmas. Yeah, and sizing wrong because it's made for big fat mank lads. Yeah, well, that's, so... that's what tropical shirts are for. <laughs> I think that person doing the review needs to check their privilege. <laughs> You're not a big fat mank. Get out of here. <laughs> My first item is a set of stadium seat cufflinks. So these are cufflinks that have got a bit of authentic stadium seat in them. <laughs> a bit of plastic. <laughs> yeah, a bit of plastic. No, they are like it's like velvety and stuff. Oh. I don't know where these stadium seats are at because I've never sat in one oh, like in this. in the posh seats. It must be in the posh seats, I think, yeah. Or maybe that's what old seats used to look like because these have the- all been ripped out, I guess. Because <laughs> they went mouldy because they yeah. were fabric. <laughs> so they, they showed a picture of the seat itself. It looks so fucking manky. I don't know why they put that on the picture. And then the cufflink is just like a regular cufflink with a little baize on the top. Of, yeah. of this sort of green and you can get them in different colours depending on which which club you support I suppose yeah. they're all American do you want to guess how much they will set you back a set of cufflinks with a bit of beige on the top oh, $50 £145 what? what? so like $358 it's insane <laughs> I can't understand how they can possibly charge this for this like it, an individual seat can't cost that think how many they can make from a single seat as well yeah exactly and like yeah even if they're solid silver 
It's not that they're not that big. It's taking the piss. <laughs> That's <laughs> the only reason I put them in. <laughs> but the, the there was a comment as well that said, "Hit a home run in the office because they're baseball seats." Clever. Better than a sports jersey on date night, ladies. So that's going to make you spend 145 quid to try and get your man to wear a shirt. Or you could spend £5 at Primark and that would be better than a sports jersey. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Anything would be on a date to a restaurant. You shouldn't be wearing a sports jersey anyway. Stop it. <laughs> so next up, Man United have jumped on a very popular bandwagon. Have they? And you can buy a Manchester United FC Team Elf Oh, yes. I saw some of these. I clicked this assuming it would just be Ashley Young. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. Uh, and it wasn't? <laughs> it wasn't, really, unfortunately. You can't really sell Ashley Young, though, can you? Well, they've tried. Done it. I'll Leave it there, sorry. <laughs> My second item is a golfer's barbecue set. So I clicked on this thinking, this is a great idea. This is going to be like barbecue things that are shaped like golf clubs. Yeah. This could easily work, couldn't Ooh, it? Ooh, yeah, like, like a spatula. Yeah, a spatula that's like a driver or mm. an iron, like a little bit of like underneath. I wasn't sure how they were going to get the tongs to it, but it could be two like putters put together maybe yeah. or something like that. It could be classy. It's not. It's not that. <laughs> <laughs> All it is is some regular barbecue tools and they've got golf grips. They've just took the grips off a golf club and stuck them on the top of some barbecue tools. That's it. That's not a thing. So you can practice your grip. I guess so. <laughs> Do it with both hands. Try and like knock a <laughs> knock a burger into a, a bun, I suppose. Oh, cucumber. They roll. Oh, tomato. They roll quite nicely. Yeah. Don't they? But you got to chop it first. That's no good, is it? But <laughs> the spiel said, "Hit a hole in one!" Exclamation mark. What? What does that mean? <laughs> what has that got to do with barbecuing? It's golf, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> it's just golf. It's normally there's like a pun of like, yeah. the, the, I don't know, I can't think of one for barbecuing because there isn't one. <laughs> it's stupid. It's a stupid idea. Just literally everything on that golf website. Here's a hole in one. <laughs> yeah. The second comment said, perfect for a guy that loves the links, sausage or otherwise. I do quite like that. That's quite good. <laughs> They will set you back £25, which I don't think is too bad. I think that's a full set. That's about right for a barbecue tool set, isn't it? So just send me the bloody barbecue tools. Don't give me the golf club bit. I don't want that. (laughs) The rubber grips that will melt. Yeah, they probably will. (laughs) So my final one comes from Everton Football Club. Hooray! So you bought it for me, right? So as an Everton fan, you can decide whether this is Christmassy or not. Oh, okay, good. I searched Everton Football Club... Christmas merchandise. Okay. And this is what came up first. <laughs> Top hit. We on shirt, funny Merseyside Derby football fan rivalry coffee tea mug, Everton Blue. What was the first word? We on shirt. What? It is a mug. Yeah. With a picture oh. of a man wearing an Everton shirt, weighing on a Liverpool on shirt. On a Liverpool shirt. Unbelievable. Cartoon style. That is. Very good. Get me that. (laughs) You can't have that. That's terrible. (laughs) It's Christmassy. (laughs) It's not Christmassy. (laughs) It came up top. (laughs) Top of the list. It has uh, two reviews, both five stars. Are they? Yeah. That will set you back a mere 7.95 plus 
Four ninety-five delivery. Oh, that's steep, isn't it? <laughs> I'd rather they just paid less and it got smashed in the post. To be honest, <laughs> <laughs> my final item is a long one. It is a classic St. Louis Rams Pro Toast MVP team logo toaster. Do you know what this is? So this is a toaster that will toast the logo it is exactly onto... that yes <laughs> and only ever that same logo only ever that same logo can you never have normal Rams. toast no you can't have normal well maybe i don't know actually i don't know if there's a turn off button but i don't think there would be because it looks like so it's a toaster and it's like covered in a football like an american football right, classy so yeah classy it looks real fucking classy i'll tell you that much <laughs> um, and the quote says your passion for your team burns bright apply that fire to some bread (laughs) (laughs) it is quite good to be fair like it is quite a good thing like you put the toast in and it comes out perfectly right with the the logo really like well done but it 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 does mean that literally literally well done yeah yeah that part of your bread will always be more burnt it will yeah and it'll be horrible (laughs) it won't be tasty at all but it will look good (laughs) you won't get consistency (laughs) it's like those pictures of like the What's the word? What's her name? Virgin Mary. Oh, you appearing get toast. toast yeah. yeah, it's like that, but, but paid for it. But you've paid for it, yeah. And <laughs> it's not as good, is it? It's not as good. <laughs> what a lovely trip to market. Team of the week. Team of the week this week might be Ooh. Fallon Sherrick. It might be, hadn't it? <laughs> so she's playing right now, or time is it? Yeah, she starts soon. Uh, time of recording. As she attempts to be the first woman to win a match at the PDC Darts World Championship. Yeah. Um, one of only two women in this year's World Championship. Yep. Um, the other woman's already gone out. Yeah. On a real close match though, wasn't it? Yeah. Like she pushed, I, can't, I don't know who she played, but she pushed whoever she played really hard. Um, which is good. It's good news. So at least like making an effort, like making inroads. I imagine they'd all make an effort. Making yep. an effort is the wrong word. But <laughs> <laughs> making inroads is what I meant to say. Yeah. Yeah. So Fallon Sherrick, when she mm. plays, will be only the fifth woman to feature at World Championships in total. Yes. They haven't won a game. Yeah. Um, plays tonight against Ted Everts. Okay. Um, British? Is Ted Everts British? Yeah, both yeah. English. Okay. Uh, as all good darts players are. Probably. They might be, I don't know. <laughs> this is one of the sports I know almost nothing about darts. I know how you play it, yeah. but I just don't know anything about the players. It's very hard to watch, I find, darts. It is, yeah. Um, absolutely no reason why women shouldn't be competing in the World Championship. Yes, it's the same as snooker. Like, yeah. uh, at least with snooker, there's a reach issue. The yeah. women are generally slightly shorter. But, I mean, short snooker players exist. There are short male snooker players, so really that it shouldn't affect snooker either. And darts, even less so. Unless you're, like, too short to throw it at the board from the right height. That's the only reason I can <laughs> think of. So you're a child. Yeah, you're a little, <laughs> little girl. <laughs> oh, why can't I play? Um, uh, that and you've you got to be, like, eight points deep or that's something. True, yeah, that's true, yeah. You're not allowed to drink at that age. <laughs> well, you can, but you won't be able to get eight points in you. That'd be ridiculous. <laughs> you're passing out at that point. Team of the week. Funny story this week is one of our classic little silly videos that I'm going to post on the website. And I'm going to show it you live. It's the first time we've ever done this. Christmas, isn't it? We're going to try something different. Well, oh, I might explode. <laughs> oh, technical issues. Technical issues. Here it comes. Here it comes. It's oh. very small, isn't it? 
that mascot absolutely. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's the reaction I wanted. <laughs> My favourite thing is it's not the first one who he does really first. The second one, the second one who just like slams with his knee, bobs first... him over. <laughs> It made me laugh so much. Just seeing little kids like they're they're fully padded up though, they're not gonna get hurt. For those listening. Yeah, we haven't actually explained this at all. So all it is is a mascots versus kids American football game, seemingly. And one of the mascots is the running back. He's got the ball. The kids are coming to try and tackle him. And he does a great stiff arm on the first and just throws him by the head into the floor. But the second one is the best because the second one he just runs into and just chucks him. <laughs> Literally, just over. high knees yeah. into him. He doesn't him. even try. The kid's so light that he just gets sent backwards. <laughs> it's so funny. He gets up again slowly though. Yeah. <laughs> They're all fine. You watch the one at the back. It's just like adjusting his helmet. Oh, it's very funny. Um, there's not really much more to say. It's just Christmas, isn't it? <laughs> this is what I like at Christmas, is destroying little children. So. In big animal costumes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Have a great Christmas. Thank you for listening. If you want to find more of our episodes, you and can. Why f- wouldn't you? Well, everybody does. I mean, everyone, everyone I, in the world. I don't know how they found this one. <laughs> I don't know how anyone finds podcasts. To be honest, it's impossible. <laughs> but you can find ours yes. on our website, which is uh, backseatcoaches.co.uk. You can. You can get involved with us on Facebook. We are Backseat Coaches Podcast on Facebook. We've got a little cheeky page. Or send us a tweet on Twitter at Backseat Coaches. Yeah. We do all kinds of fun stuff on Twitter. I posted a thing about wrestling robots the other day on Twitter. This little video of robots wrestling. So if you want to see that, go to Twitter. You, you get any retweets? No. <laughs> <laughs> you can also find us on Podchaser, which is a good like podcast aggregator. They're pretty cool. Or iTunes. Yeah. And if you do it through iTunes, give us a little five-star review. Anywhere you find us, give us five stars, please. If, Please. If, if you see us in the street, just give us like five stars. I'd love. Oh, do you know? Like Milky Way stars. stars. No Milky oh. Way stars. That's oh, what I want. Oh, nice. So go and buy some and give them to me. <laughs> <laughs>